0: You are listening to Open Democracy.
1: I am NACU Refugee, a podcast in collaboration with some of the refugee community organizers, activists, and artists working to challenge stereotypes around migration. With thanks to the Pulitzer Center for funding support. Osman Khaled wanted to set up a coffee shop with a difference. Haven Coffee is a social enterprise, a cafe with a mission of breaking false narratives around migration. It gives free barista training to refugees and runs visual and performing art events with refugee artists. They are Lafuccino comedy gigs, a regular event in East London with comedians of refugee or migrant background. Our reporter Barbara Flood went for a coffee and a chat in Osman's cafe in Wealth Masto, London.
2: My name is Osman. I am originally from Pakistan and uh, I'm here since uh, 2007 and uh, got my refugee status in 2015 I was not applying for the asylum seek uh, for the for to to get asylum because I wasn't 100 uh, percent sure that I will definitely get it when they uh, send me to detention centers then I had no other choice so then I then that's that was the time when I applied
3: okay what was the detention center like
2: it's like a fairy tale but opposite. To a fairy tale very hostile and very dark and very sinister place if i may say so yeah it's a it's a extremely hostile uh, a building with uh, with extreme hostility inside i i been there fifty fifty days so on fiftieth day i won my case and i got my status. God,
3: yeah Seems like such a um, cruel, unnecessary way to do things
2: here. Yeah, it's you know. very, very cruel as well, but yeah, unnecessary also. There are so many things uh, in, 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 in the society which are unnecessary, not just detention. There, are everywhere. There are things... There are unnecessary things happening. There are like unnecessary processes, unnecessary steps, uh, 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 unnecessary wait, wait, waiting queues, unnecessary, uh, uh, unnecessary paperwork uh, just to slow down the life and just to make people busy so that they can't think of anything else. They can't think of others. So individualism is the byproduct of all these processes.
3: Mm. Is that why when you set up this place, like a social and a community aspect to it?
2: Yeah, that's what my initial idea was and still is of course, uh, 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 to start a social enterprise. And coffee also tells a story of migration itself because starting from Ethiopia uh, in Africa and then eh, move to Europe and then Asia and then America so if, eh, if there is one product one food which can tell the perfect story of migration that is uh, coffee I think so uh, I thought that uh, why not take this coffee culture uh, and turn it in, into something a little bit more than just a cafe. How you been? You been all right? Good, thank you. One of the most uh, uh, vibrant and diverse uh, and uh, uh, economically booming city in the world, uh, in that city, there, there, there was things, dark things happening in a detention center. If you can't stop uh, the things happening there, how can you say that uh, uh, you, you are sending the people to Rwanda and, and uh, they will be safe there? Among all the art forms, I think comedy is an is art form where you have a bigger uh, pitch to play on. So you, you can say things as a comedian on a stage which you can't say otherwise. Well, that is changing also unfortunately now because now there are so many uh, things uh, uh, there are so many things coming up. Uh, you open your mouth. On the stage, and there is always someone to come and slap you.
3: Poor Chris Rock. (laughs) Yeah, poor Chris
2: Rock. Yeah, but still, comedy. I think comedy is a is a way where you can say things without offending people, but you still. Say you uh, say what you want to say you still convey your point
3: yeah. do you have any favorite
2: comedians in stand-ups and now this is very probably gets controversial I really like uh, Jimmy Carr his comedy yeah. I really like dark humor uh, which uh, he does and then I really like Dean Morgan she's uh, mm-hmm. Ph- uh, philomena kunk uh, is her alias uh, oh, okay I don't know so, her that's yeah, the uh,
3: girl and, uh, yeah,
2: it's, she's she's very funny
3: she's, she's is she is, in some tv
2: series I yeah yeah, yeah if you if you go for, search kunk on britain for example or uh, it's, it's very funny uh, so yeah there, there are so many so many so many <laughs> uh, good i i, I like Sarah Pascoe, she's she's, oh, yeah, yeah. she's, she's she's good. She's good. She Sarah Pascoe is good. And then um, then uh, Nish Kumar. Yeah. Uh, Nish Kumar. I actually worked with Nish Kumar a couple of times, and he's he's one thing I really loved about Nish Kumar is that he's very political, and he is very uh, he does his jokes on on the political system and on the current scenarios situation. That is he's, he's he's a good person as as a person as well. He's he's a, he's he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a He's a very good person. I I really respect him. Uh, um, then there are so many others. Uh, our headliner, Nabil Abdul Rashid. I, I first saw him at, of course, uh, Britain's Got Talent. I actually saw him at uh, one of his gigs as well. He's he's very good. He's very talented. I, I really like him. And uh, then the other uh, comedians, Stella Graham. Stella Graham is... Uh, she's very funny she's extremely funny Moomer, Moomer, who is our MC he's 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 an amazing guy uh, if he's not late then he's amazing <laughs> amazingly funny uh, and then these other the comedians Kashisha, salaam uh, Arash, Teddy they all are refugees uh, and very new some of these are having their first gig and some of them have like three or four they have done three four gigs or a couple of gigs so they're very new but they're they're all very very funny in their own way they're all very good so this is the idea to work with the very young refugee comedians who wants to start start comedy and then maybe and bring one or two people who are like Uh, which they called old horses of the game. So uh, to have a mix-up where it will be a balance between the social mission and uh, ticket sales as well. Yeah,
3: that's cool.
1: Krishisha, is one of the comedians involved with Haven Café L'Affuccino. Barbara caught up with her online to talk comedy, migration and accents.
0: it's nice about the comedy that it allows you to take an unusual standpoint on things that you don't normally hold so you you can play around with the idea of um uh experimenting with unusual opinions uh weird weird opinions that nobody would normally uh hold and it's it's really nice to be finding those because i think there's something powerful about it about playing with the idea of polarization and you know how we all get into this, this mindset that there are two sides to every cause uh um, and i think comedy allows you to explore that and break that a little bit uh in a in a non-violent and wacky
3: way good i mean how do you see that relating to like refugee issues as well and migration and those kind of topics i think it's really powerful when
0: people who are uh in the predominant media narrative about refugees who are usually subjected to um all sorts of scaremongering and victimizing and even the the uh, empathetic uh narratives the sort of progressive narratives they can be full of pity and disempowering people um uh, but if we if a person can joke about their own situation they've put themselves in control of the narrative and they've also put themselves in the position of power I think uh, in that moment and that I I really really love watching that because it turns everything on its head and and again it's it's showing that the 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 narratives we're consuming via media are really quite flattened really they they're really rubbish.
3: (laughs) That's a good point actually because yeah I mean I know even a lot of the well-meaning stuff you know it's it's well, it's patronizing and it's boring, and it's like, you know, you're kind of going, okay, grand, poor refugees, blah, blah, blah. It's like, that's not the people I know. No, absolutely.
0: And it's, it, it becomes uh, such a pitiful label. Um, and it's not, and it sees the circumstances of the person are very difficult, but the resilience that people have um, to cope with the situation is really extraordinary.
3: And that should be celebrated. Like how did you how did you get involved with Usman?
0: So Usman was part of No Direction Home. Uh and I joined I feel just before COVID started. So just before um uh twenty twenty. So we did a couple of gigs together. Uh he seemed to have liked me, which is nice. And then he invited me to be part of his uh, gigs, which he runs with Haven Coffee. They uh, employ people who have a refugee background and different experiences of migration to work with them. And it's a social enterprise. So uh, as well as it's a coffee shop, it's a very community oriented coffee shop. And they do lots of cool events, especially around comedy and visual arts.
3: Yeah. But I liked that, that whole like um, challenging narratives around refugees and, and migration and, and that kind of stuff. It was, you know, was that a big part of getting involved with it as well, is because of their ethos?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, I think, you know, I think what, what is also nice about it is that, that it just, it's, it's broadcasting different people with different experiences of migration. And it's just this, this element of creating connections and uh, finding commonalities between different experiences and different perspectives is quite powerful as well, I find. Also, sometimes when we, when we laugh about our own issues, our own problems, our own like parts of ourselves that we don't always like, we process them a little bit better. And I think that's, I think that's really cool. One thing that is really powerful about migrant made comedy is, um, and it might seem like a very obvious, simple thing, but the opportunity to hear different foreign accents on stage is actually, we don't experience that in British comedy or in British film or theater nearly enough. Uh, So I think that is hugely important to kind of get used to the idea. And it's not about huge political statements, but at the same time, it is a political statement. As in, we're here. Uh, We're here and we're making art. And we're making things happen.
1: From Comedy in London to music on a Greek island. We head to Metellini, Lesbos, where Barbara meets Ramos Montana, a Saudi Arabian Somali artist on the island.
4: The boy this is Ramos Montana, man. Young flip, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, I'm an artist who grew up in Saudi Arabia. KSA, back in the hood. Yeah, hood, blood, called Jeddah City. You already know what that is, man. I'm from Jeddah City, man. You feel me? And I started singing in 2018. Hello. I broke up with my ex, let's say. So I guess, sad boy. Hello, do you hear me? I was talking only about relationships and love and all that, all the good stuff, you know. All that sad boy used to listen to my music and they gonna say like, "Oh, I like your music, bro. You have been sad, sad for real, for real." And I was like, "Yeah, man. I'm sad, man. I miss my ex." And I need my I need my ex back. And they was like, "Bro, forget about your ex, bro. Do more about it about about like, uh, talk about the life, the reality. Don't stop talking about." About, about relationships and in, in girls that left you out there and you know she becoming your ex now and you can stop crying on front of the mic and i was like hell no let me cry a little bit and let's see what the future we say
3: well, you can do both like but do you do you talk about what's going on at the moment and being refugee and that kind of stuff in situation
4: um i actually no know i don't like no. to talk about okay. the refugee but i don't know what the future we say a lot Of people come up to me and they told me, Yeah, you have to talk about refugees and you also a refugee, you have to talk about your reality, your life. And I was, at the beginning, I was like, No, and then I was like, I will think about it. And actually, yes, it's something that I need really to talk about it, but it's not so easy, it's complicated a little bit. For example, when I go, when I got album coming, the album will be like mostly talking about uh, relationship stuff, but I, I do mix it up, not only love every time that you need to talk about it. You need to talk about yourself sometime. You need to talk about what uh, what's gonna happen in the future. And I used to have a lot of videos, but uh, you know, when I arrived to Turkey, I don't know what happened, but uh, and and I lost the phone. I lost the phone. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of things happening. Uh, happened to me, about in the day. So, and I start from the beginning when I become a refugee. You now it's like okay, let's go ahead. Nothing, nothing but You know, life keep going, and you have to keep. Push yourself out. it's so to make me It's
5: so easy to, make it, easy. It's so easy to take it easy.
4: But it's so hard make me up. For me, actually, to be honest, I see everything going well. And there's a lot of things changed since I come here for now. And past 10 years I just was writing uh, writing down music when I was while I was uh, waiting for the government. And to give me my, my what that was the last decision, let's say. And, and I was like, okay, I'm done with this and now it's just time to push to push my music out. and I tried to help myself jump in here and there and trying to, help, trying to meet like uh, different type of people from here, from Europeans from Greek from wh- whatever they are. I meet a lot of different people till I get the connection. Say in the black hole, the place of place on my soul. <laughs> you already know if you Gotta say in the black hoda place on my soul.
1: Staying on the island of Lesbos, Barbara visits the One Happy Family Center. It's much quieter than before, recently having moved to a new center in Athens. But it still has the old center near the camp, for the hundreds of people still stuck here. Most of the residents of Moria 1 and 2 have been allowed to leave for Athens, but just under a thousand people are still waiting. One resident of the camp told Barbara about how the police raid the tents at night to check for anyone who's managed to land on the island and hide until they can claim asylum. The Greek Coast Guard forcibly pushes back anyone crossing the sea from Turkey, and there are countless documented violent pushbacks from the island over the past few years. Sir, <laughs>
3: it's ready? Do you want your name on
5: us? Farhad.
1: Farhad from Iran. <laughs>
5: همیشه شبا بیدار و روزا خیره به اکس این شده کارم دیگه طاقت ندارم دلم میخواد یه جایی اونور دنیا خودم و جا بذارم آخه عادت ندارم تو که نباشی خوبم نمیره خیلی دلم میگیره
6: and that song is for Murtaza uh, Pasha'i And it's a Persian music okay,
3: cool. yeah. And what's it
6: about? Do you know the 90% of the all the songs is about the love <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's about the love It is clear, I think
3: When did you start playing
6: guitar? I started playing for one year ago Here inside the camp Actually, for the first, if I wanna say that, for the first time, I didn't had any guitar or any teacher. The one guy, he was from Switzerland. He bought one guitar for me, and I started to learn by myself. I didn't had any teacher. I learned by watching the videos in YouTube Mm. and practicing with myself until now.
3: Why do you enjoy it so much? Why do you love playing?
6: You know. It is ignore me everything. it is make me sense and it makes me calm relax because of that I like to play music and singing and also I'm making laugh to my friends sometimes when I play to, to them they are really enjoying They're like to hearing the music and it's really enjoyable. You know, the guitar, this is the only thing I can ignore the situation of the camp. Because it makes me calm and relax, And it makes me forget the, everything that's happened inside the camp. Because of that, I'm playing guitar. And you know, the situation of the camp, it is terrible. Um, you know, some reporters, they are talking about, the, for example, the, about the situation of the camp, like. About the toilet, about the showers, about the different things about our home, but they didn't ask about the psychological things. I think this is the important than, For example, we are living there, we are need to need the music, we we need our family, we need the love, we need everything because we are human. Because of that, I think. This is the most important things for a refugee. They are living inside the camp. And this is really hard for them because they are far from their home. They are far from their families for uh, two years, for three years. Some of them, some of my friends, they are here for four years. And I have uh, one friend I want to say about this guy. He didn't get his decision for uh, two and a half years. and. Every night I'm going with him, near to the sea, and I'm making call to him and I'm playing guitar for him. Maybe he's forget this word and forget these things. Always he's saying to me, what will happen to me? And he's really sad. About his psychology, he he has a problem. He don't know what should he do. And I think this is the important end. the, For example, our house, our shower, or other things. Yeah. Our psychological things. Definitely. It is really important. I have
3: hope. I mean, yeah, I mean, having hope. Yeah, and
6: having hope like. and future for working. Everything is walking our in front of our eyes, and we are just looking at. Well, it is not happened yet. <laughs>
5: Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay,
2: Thank you. You too. I don't think that refugees need over-pity behavior. Uh, and then of course, but then they don't need, they don't want someone is taking a taking the piss out of them, uh, out of their situation. So uh, just treat them as you treat anyone in, in, in problem, in trouble. Mm-hmm. And just treat them the way you treat anyone uh, who's ha- facing an issue, facing a problem. And just try to <coughs> make them part of the society rather than push them in isolation.
1: Thanks to Farhad and Ramos Montana for sharing their music and observations with us, and to Kersisha and Osman Khaled of Haven Coffee too. Links to the cafe, the comedy gigs, the music, they are all in the show notes. This is the last episode in this series, and would like to thank the Pulitzer Center for their funding and support, and all the people who shared their experiences and observations with us. Thanks too to Omar Al-Kilani, who wrote and performed our theme music, and Haya Halaw, who designed our artwork. Thanks also to Caroline de Panda, Osama Gawish, Wal Habal, and Rizanuri for all their work on this series. From myself, Mahmoud Hassino, and producer, Barbara Flood, thank you for listening.
0: You've been listening to a podcast supported by Open Democracy. If you liked it, please consider making a small donation to help us do more. As a small media organisation, Open Democracy relies on the backing of people like you to keep going. Go to opendemocracy.net now to support our work. And one more thing, to avoid missing out on future episodes, don't forget to subscribe to this show in your favourite podcast app.